And welcome to the Law and Business Podcast. You already know I'm Anthony Verna. With me is Chelsea Pendock from InnoVision Advertising. How are you doing, Chelsea? Hi, Anthony. I'm I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on your show. Hey, not 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 a problem. It's the least showy show in all of podcast world. So you know, <laughs> it's also the least creatively titled show in all of Podcastville as well. So <laughs> gets right to the point. <laughs> So, uh, InnoVision Advertising is a what I would define as a is an advertising placement agency. How am I doing? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We specialize in media buying and media planning. Uh, we don't do the creative in house, um, but we can certainly advise clients with advertising strategy and work with the creative team to make the message as best and most effective as it can possibly be. But our internal specialty is negotiating media rates and placing the media for clients, determining where they should be advertising to see an investment or a return on their investment, rather. So in, in a time like this, I would assume that everybody's first instinct is to, you know, especially those who are running businesses, is to stop their advertising. Yes, um, there are. That is usually the first thing um, when a panic hits. People always think of advertising as something that's not really a necessity. Uh, <laughs> depending on the type of business you're in, that actually could be true, or it most of the time actually isn't. Um, so yes, it's it, it sometimes is one of the first things to get caught in a recession. So, to so, speak. so ha, have you been seeing that over the last two to three weeks? Uh, we have. It just depends on the industry. Um, there are certain businesses that are struggling right now, and there are certain businesses that are actually thriving right now. Um, some of the clients that we work with that we're seeing that had to make cuts are particularly in retail, plastic surgery, um, salons, restaurants, events in particular. Sure. Um, and automotive and anything in the luxury sector as well. Uh, travel. Um, but we don't work with a lot of entertainment clients, but we have seen a lot of um, people shying away too from you know, Broadway shows, um, right. they can't go to movie can't. theaters anymore. So TV productions have been on hold. So we are seeing that. However, um, there are some businesses that are actually thriving in this type of environment who we work with, like healthcare providers, of course, or lenders in particular, um, grocery stores, accountants, auto repairs, everyone still needs to get their cars uh, repaired. And then of course, technology companies like Zoom, I'm sure are doing phenomenally well at this time. You know, I, um, speaking of, of grocery stores, uh, a couple of the podcasts that I listen to are specifically from Philadelphia and, and one of the grocery store chains there has started advertising for um, employees. And, and, and they are blunt to the point in this time of need, <laughs> we have developed a need for more people to come and work for us. And sure. um, I, I mean, I was really shocked and surprised at how quickly the messaging changed. Yeah. I, I mean, messaging is 100% key in this situation. If you are a business that's going to keep advertising, 
um, it's very important that you tailor your message. So in this, in the case you're speaking of with the grocery store, if they're looking for recruitment at this time, that's great. Um, they definitely have to get that message out there. But there's other companies that rather than holding back on advertising, all they really need to do is shift their message. So like people are, they're taking this as they're living in, you know, it's uncertain times. So they don't want to make huge commitments to anything. So if you are a business that has the ability to show some flexibility, like maybe no cancellation fees or some promote a, a risk-free opportunity for people so that they don't feel like they're locked in and that they're going to spend too much money on something and then not be able to return it or not be able to cancel if they need to. So definitely tailoring the message at a time like this is critical. Um, what happens when a, an advertiser begins to pull back? I know you said that, that some are thriving, some are not thriving right about now, but the advertisers that are pulling back, I mean, the, Logically, as somebody who has done advertising, you know, from from a legal, you know, standpoint of of the contracts and the reviews and budgets, I, I would sit here and say, well, if their message is not getting out, then it's it's not they're not advertising; it's not working. Right. Um, there is actually a lot of benefits to continue with your advertising during a difficult time like this or during a recession. Um, essentially you have this opportunity now to have a leg up on your competition. Your competition might actually be um, stopping all of their advertising. So if you're front and center to your customers, letting them know that you're open, you have a leg up on that competition. Um, another thing that's great about advertising during a time like this is more inventory becomes available. So you, if you are continuing your advertising, you can ask for upgrades for better placement at the same price. So uh -oh. move that ad a little closer in the newspaper to the front page, or instead of advertising in daytime TV, maybe there's an opening in the Today Show or late night, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so there's little, little benefits to actually keeping your advertising going. There's definitely not as much clutter going on right now. So uh, you can have a great opportunity to cut through all the clutter. There's not too many, the commercial breaks are a little shorter. Um, so it's a great way to stay top of mind. On the flip side, if you cut your advertising during a time like this, and we are probably looking at reopening businesses again, um, you know, come maybe, maybe as early as end of April. Um, you're going to have all that time lapse where people just forget about you. And when they are in the market for your product or service, you're going to have to start from scratch all over again. Are, are you finding um, those upgrades for, for your particular clients? Is, is, you know, are there any in mind that, that, that you have uh, with those upgrades with spy, even right now spending the same amount that they were? I'm doing that right now for all of my clients that are still <laughs> advertising. With me. We are taking full advantage of that um, because, you know, it, it's a win. The way I look at it really is it's a win-win for everyone involved. The media outlet is thrilled that they have a loyal customer that is in a position where they don't have to cancel right now. 
Um, and a lot of their advertisers are canceling. And then the client's thrilled because, hey, they get to keep advertising, but now they get to pay the same price and get a better placement. So we're definitely doing that right now um, for our hospital client and our uh, lending client, um, getting them moved up a little bit closer in newspapers to the front page. Um, got, we just recently got one of our clients on page two, so that was really nice. Wow. Um, and then... Um, you know, also when it comes to like TV advertising, um, you know, you start to notice that a lot of the primetime news shows, they have some openings now. And this is a really weird situation in general this year, because this was supposed to be a very bad time to advertise on TV because it's a political year. Right. So 2020, we knew in advance going into this that we would be seeing a ton of preemptions. Our spots probably wouldn't air because political comes in and they buy out all the inventory. Sure. And um, it makes it very challenging for small businesses to find available airtime. But now political advertising is on hold. We haven't seen nearly as much of that, if any, um, for now. And then we've had a lot of cancellations from advertisers that don't really want to commit because it's uncertain as to what's going to happen when they're going to reopen. So now that we're seeing open inventory, and this is a great opportunity. I mean, the TV ratings are like increasing like crazy. Everyone's glued to their screens. Every day there's a new update. Everyone wants to know what's happening. So when they're taking a break from Netflix or working from home, they're checking out the news and there are actually uh, spots available in newscasts to advertise. So those little opportunities are really working out really well for us right now. I, I, I find, I find that, I mean, I mean, it's logical. It makes perfect sense. I still find that to be absolutely amazing that what kind of availability there is right now for the advertiser. Yeah. And, and I mean, really, this is unheard of right now in 2020 with an election year. But um, these are very unpredictable, odd, weird times we're in. What what are you, I mean what are you finding uh, like you just said you got you you were able to get a client moved onto page two I'm assuming obviously in a in a printed newspaper um, mm-hmm. I I would assume that that there's been uh, I mean maybe right now there's there's some um, eyeballs going back to it but I would assume that print feels dead right now. Or again, is that is that a, a space where you can find bargains to get and for for eyeballs? Well, so here's the thing: um, the free publications, the free newspapers that you mm-hmm. see on the way into the subway or something like that, when sure. you pick one up in the morning. Um, those are actually on hold right now. They they are not printing them anymore because of germs. Um, people don't want to touch. It, in, it just involves on the production side and on the consumer side. It's a little risky right now. Sure. So what these newspapers have done is they've adjusted by going into a digital mode. So they still publish them, but they're now in a digital version. So you can go and look online and you can see all the latest headlines. However, 
with the publications that are paid subscriptions, those are actually still getting mailed out to the individual's homes. So those businesses are still thriving and it's not as risky because it's not touching as many hands. And also, um, this, those free ones that you get on the subway, I mean, subway ridership is way down. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but the, the printed ones that are sent to homes, those are still doing well. In general, um, in general, even aside from this whole pandemic, this whole pandemic is the newspaper industry is actually surprisingly still doing fairly well. Um, it is still a viable place to advertise depending on the type of industry you're in and your target audience. It does tend to skew older. So um, if we're trying to reach baby boomers and up, uh, newspapers can actually be still a, a good viable place to place advertising. Um, but younger people, as you see, like um, Gen X, millennials, um, Gen Z, they're all on screens all the time. So it really just depends on who your advertiser is. But um, it's still out there. It's still alive and it's still kicking. Is there, um, with, with this particular time right now, are, as the advertisers can continue to advertise those that are, um, I know you said some industries are are looking uh, strong right now for the advertising, but are there are there demographics that are stronger than others right now? Um, we've seen pretty much an increase um, across the board um, in terms of TV um, with all the different demographics. So, like every we've seen definitely a higher increase in TV ratings um, for adults 35 and up. Mm -hmm. um, but we have seen a little bit of an uptick too with 18 plus. Um, so I think really the younger generations are really going more towards social and digital to get their news. Sure. But we are definitely still seeing like um, a major increase in adults 35 plus online or on TV. Wow. Because everybody was supposed to be going to Netflix by now and cutting the cord. <laughs> I think they're doing both, actually. I think I that think... is, I, I agree with you completely on that. Sorry to yeah. cut you off. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I think, I think they're doing, um, in terms of viewing habits, I think they're doing both at this time. I think there's a lot of, everyone's days are comprised of both news and entertainment. Um, but you can even, you know, we, we do, we can reach the younger generations too now with um, what we call over the top advertising, which is streaming TV. Okay. So that'd be mm -hmm. like your Hulu's of the world and that kind of stuff. Um, so that's another way to try to reach the younger demographics with TV advertising. I mean, I never really thought that TV would, would completely go away uh, mainly because when you take your cable subscription and you know if your cable subscription is oh i don't know a hundred a hundred fifty dollars a month you still have to pay for internet so your internet's going to be at least fifty dollars a month and then you know if you start adding five subscriptions onto that well you're not really 
really saving. <laughs> you're not really saving money. <laughs> exactly. It ends up being the same. Now it's like a cherry pick selection of what you wanted, but at the same right. price. Right. Because if everything goes a la carte, yeah, where's the savings? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, basically, um, you know, it's it's a great it's it's nice to have all these options, but the cable companies are actually adapting fairly well to all of this. Um, they now have their own applications on phones where you can live stream anything from wherever on your mobile device or your iPad. So, um, you know, and everything's all included in that too. So. Even still, like broadcast, you know, there's been people who have just never had cable. They've never wanted it. Now, broadcast is essentially free over the air, have a right. digital antenna. So, um, you know, broadcast is still, and that's available through like Hulu and um, other streaming platforms too. So, um, you know, we, we haven't really seen, and with all the new content out there too, haven't really seen any kind of a dip in TV. I think with the adaptions that these companies are making, I think everything is just getting better. And 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 now they're telling us to st- and, and now we're being forced to stay home and watch television. Yeah, so. now, now that's what we're doing. That's the new normal now. <laughs> you, you know, it, 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 yeah, don't stay home and work in your business. Stay home and watch TV. Just go watch more television. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, now is a great time to catch up on all that binge watching you've been wanting to do. <laughs> <laughs> Which then, of course, means more eyeballs. So right. on your side, so on your side, I'm sure you're appreciative of that. <laughs> That's been yeah. over the top. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we've actually seen like even web track, web traffic in general has been you know, going up too. I mean, I think people really want to stay in the know of what's the latest, like when they're going back to work and what's happening outside now. Like it's all such a big question mark that we're all glued to screens constantly. Which means that if, if you're looking to advertise, you need to be advertising on a, on a news site at the very, you know, for yeah, you need to be advertising where your customer is. So like, for example, if you are trying to reach like a Gen Z demographic, then um, maybe we would want to reach them through like a streaming TV channel and we can actually play your TV commercial for them in between breaks of the show that they're watching, mm-hmm. you know, just hypothetically. But um you know, then there's also like news clips online that we can, you know, play a video pre-roll ad that will show, it's like a 15 second ad for five second ad that can show before the news clip plays. Right. Um, or if there's somebody that's just glued to their TV and it's, um, they fall within the demographic, then we can just advertise in the show. So there's, depending on who you're trying to reach, there's definitely a way we can reach them, especially during this time sure. with a video ad. Let me, let me, uh, since believe it or not, we are, we are beginning to hit the end. So l- let me ask you this, um, which I, I know I didn't prepare you for is podcast advertising worth it. Yeah. Um, Podcast advertising is pretty good at depending on now keep in mind that anybody can listen to your podcast from anywhere right. within national. So we would consider that more of like national advertising. Okay. Um, so it depends on your type of company. If, for example, um, 
if it's an e-commerce company that they can ship anywhere within the United States, then that, then that makes perfect sense. Um, but if it's like, you know, for an attorney who's, um, you know, licensed only in the state of New York or New Jersey, let's say, um, it might not be the most cost-effective way to advertise. Sure. I, I, I actually do listen to a podcast um, that comes out of Southern New Jersey and there's a dentist advertising his practice. And I'm like, like, are you wasting your money? Maybe <laughs> because of all the people the podcast reaches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends too. Um, I think now like geo-targeting might be coming available soon for podcasts. So depending on the, the podcast format, um, and who you buy it through, you might actually be able to geo-target. And I think that's going to become more readily available in the future. Um, I, I agree with you on the geo-targeting. I, I do see that in a couple. There's one another podcast that I listened to that I noticed that the um, ads were, were radically different when I was at my parents' house outside Philly as compared to the ads that I get when I downloaded it here, north mm. of New York City. So, so yeah. I am beginning to see that, but, but not, for, not for a lot of them. Only for, there's only one that I can think of that does that. Yeah, I think that's going to become the new normal soon, but uh, podcast advertising is still, it's not really, I wouldn't say it's like a new thing, but it is fairly right. new in the world of online advertising. So, um, you know, we'll start to probably get into that geofencing or geotargeting for that mm -hmm. a little bit more soon. I always found that that the traditional radio style ad where the host obviously does a read and is integrated, the, the read is somehow integrated to the show is always better because it feels more personal anyway. Right. And that would, of course, be on the national level because yes. it's just part of the content. Understood completely. All right, Chelsea, uh, believe it or not, we, we have we have run out of time and um, that felt very fast to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, thank you for having me on the show. I hope that thank, was helpful. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for, for coming on the show and, and Chelsea Pendock again from Innovision Advertising. And uh, so you can go to innovisionadvertising.com to find you, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Thank you very much. And thanks for being on the Law & Business Podcast. Everyone out there, thank you for listening. And remember, if you're listening on your favorite iOS device, unlike the iOS device you hate, please rate this podcast and give it five stars. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time.